0: Sam. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, fine. <laughs> Let's not get personal. Just... Um, <laughs> Alright. Yeah, we never get personal on this podcast. I what was last week? Was last... <laughs> I was going to say, was last week the intense political rant? Yeah, it was. I, I've, I've had a few drinks since then. I've forgotten it all. <laughs> Boy, See, I'm glad <laughs> we live in this utopia. Moving on. <laughs> um, God, this is the most boring dystopia. Like... <laughs> I was promised end of days, like, everyone's using a crowbar to beat in zombie skulls. Mm. Or at least, mm. like, robots take over, or they're, like, growing clones of rich people for, like, organ donations, which Sam, we still can't prove is it happening. actually happen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, true, fair, fair play. Anyway, I we're got some too, tweets. Yeah, we've got too many tweets to get into this politics. Yeah. Uh, the first tweet I've got is from at Sam Pratt Oh, it says, hi, Sam. It says, hey, Video Shop Pod, you forgot about this. So this is me reminding... Mm. This is past Sam reminding mm. future Sam of something. Oh, yeah, what'd you uh, forget? Well, last week we spoke about the Suicide Squad yeah, and we yeah. didn't speak about what Polka yeah, Dot yeah. Man's actual powers are. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you, like, trailed off. Because I, like... <laughs> yeah, because I, I trailed off as I was looking it up, looked it up, then you probably said something dumb and I had to refute it. <laughs> and then the conversation evolved naturally from there. Sure. Uh, so I've crowbarred into the start of this episode cool, via myself we... from the past. All right. What does Sam from the past I have to say so about it? So basically Poked all o his man. dots he would, like, pull off and they'd, like, become things. They yeah. weren't, like, a stream of, like, energy from a parallel dimension. So mm. the first one on the list is he had a flying buzzsaw dot, which was red, and it was mm-hmm. designed as a projectile. It had a rotating interior mechanism upo- upon which a circular saw blade was mounted. That is how s- s- saws work. He also cool. had a flying saucer dot, which was yellow, and would expand rapidly into a flat, man-sized glider, mm-hmm. which was steered by a series of buttons on Polka Dot Man's belt. Okay. That seems like a shit way to control that, but go on. (laughs) Well, it just looks like you're playing with yourself as you're flying the circle around, right? You're playing a tiny belt-mounted piano to move around. Horrible. (laughs) Horrible. Um, Sun Dot, which was a gold dot, it was uh, it, it, it... it resembled a model of the sun and emitted a blinding, disorientating light, similar to a flare. So it was just a flare. You could put right, all this so stuff in it. All this stuff can be replaced with guns. <sighs> I was going to say. So far, he's like Green Goblin. He's got a flying uh, disc and some <laughs> weapons. Yeah, one, some that are bladed, some that explode. Here's one bubble dot. It's mm-hmm. white. Mm-hmm. It expands How into he a trance. on his white suit. Ah, got him, dickhead! Sucked in, polka dot man. <laughs> Um, it expands into a translucent capsule capable of flight. Like the flying saucer dot, it is steered by his belt apparatus. So why so, so ever <laughs> use the saucer dot? Because it feels like you could fall off just a big round flat thing. Yeah. Although we all managed to stay on the Earth. Uh, <laughs> kidding, the Earth is uh, a globe. Much like the um, translucent capsule. <laughs> Okay. Um, that, that thing that I did was just as funny as the thing you did. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Fist dots were red, yellow, and orange. They were thrown Fist. at once. Yep, Fist that's what they're dots. called. F-I-S-T dots. Okay, so they're just like concussion <laughs> pellets? Cal, no. They were thrown at once and resembled human fists when bounced off opponents at close range, and in concert, these dots could produce concussive effects. Okay. So, in Birds of Prey... Yes. Harley Quinn does all the things that Polka Dot Man can do at some (laughs) point. She cuts a dude. (laughs) Yep. She doesn't fly, but she does mad flips and shit. She may as well be flying. And she has a car. She bloody flies off the rail, uh, flies ah. off the handle. Fuck, I, I fucking got that right. Sh- she rollerblades real fast. She cool. does. The rollerblading stuff's cool like around the car. It reminds me of the Back to the Future Part 2 scene with the yeah. Anyway. But would it would it have been cooler if she had a gun? Uh Don't worry guys, I've got one of these and pulls out a, a big yellow disc and stands on it <laughs> and is all just like I'm um... going to get him. <laughs> going to uh, get him now. <laughs> I would actually have preferred it a lot more if it had been a translucent capsule. Um, just saying. Um, does that mean it's, like, flat on his body and he pulls it off and it, like, pops up? Because yes. it says capsule. Does that mean it's elongated, though? It's not like a sphere. It's elongated. Yep. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Whole, there's also a hole dot, a black dot, yeah. simply referred to as a hole by polkadot Man. It opened up what appeared to be a teleportation transport system and mm. was presumably developed with the assistance from General Immortus, if you say so. Why have a... Tr- why ha- <laughs> mm. this is mm. polka Polkadot's stupid. Mm. He's a stupid character. But, but right, because the, the cartoon hole, like the Warner Brothers TM hole, mm-hmm. um, that you slap on the wall and then you can go through the wall, you yeah. slap on the ground, you jump into it, and now you're in the sewers. Like, great idea. Fantastic idea. Perfect for a cartoon or a comic book. Silly. Love it. Everything else, just get a gun or a car. <laughs> like, yeah, it's... Because, it, like, the miniaturization technology to turn it into a flat two-dimensional dot on your pants is kind of cool, but I, I feel like it would have been better if Polka Dot Man could turn anything into a dot and store it on his clothing and then just whip it out when he needs to. Yeah. So, he just goes... Oh whip! That's a whole fucking car. Yep, uh, out, out of the polka dot. And what's this polka dot? Oh, it can like this. This is a busted one. I figured it out. They're like when they're like when you don't make them properly, they just turn into holes. Well,
1: it's so you're just, going, okay, why, now I've
0: got portable holes. Why bother with the buzz saw <laughs> or the or the flying saucer when you've got a hole that can like mm. fuck? It's just anyway. Mm. Polka Dot Man is a dummy, a big old dummy. He's it's a big dummy. It's a weird dumb idiot. thing, yeah. yeah it's, and it's, I yep. take it all back. It was much better in the movie we watched featuring the Suicide Squad. Uh, look, I think I think there's a hybrid. I think there's I think there's some there's a part where I between think there's a nice two. middle ground that yeah. we could have reached. Yeah, all yeah. Right, fair enough. Yep, fair enough. But we were too busy with the detachable kid, and I don't know. In our oh, way, yes. being being like a shitter version of Drax. And I don't know. Something else happened in that movie, I'm sure. That was a good movie and I liked it, but I like. Remember I forgot, nothing about it? I forgot about it. I forgot I watched it. It's yeah. not a very good sign. Talks about getting rats up his ass and enjoying it in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I need to rewatch it, but also oh, I don't feel like it. No, I remember why we forgot it. We, we, we wiped our memories because it was uh, very unsettling. It was, it was very, very upsetting. Unpleasant. It was upsetting. All very upsetting. That was the word, upsetting. Yep. <laughs> it was a very upsetting movie. Uh, speaking of the Suicide Squad, we got a bunch of tweets from uh, at Riley is good about it. Hi Riley. Um, I probably we've spent too long talking about Polka Dot Man, so I probably won't get to all the tweets, Riley. I'm sorry. Um, but I read <laughs> the highlights. Typical Sam, picking favourites in his tweets, <laughs> yeah. and the favourite is him fucking self. Uh, yes, correct. Boo, boo you. Boo you, sir. Um, Who will anyway, do to you? <laughs> anyway, uh, Riley Riley tweeted this. <laughs> Everybody does the chop chop. Chop 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 chop.
1: What Sam the fuck a is a
0: chip? Anyway, uh, Riley. <laughs> um, I'm really trying really hard at the moment to not let my entire personality just become Auntie Donna. It's hard, Um, though, isn't it? It is very difficult. (laughs) It's a very slippery slope. Um, Cow doy pays rent, no questions asked. Read the tweet! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Riley says, I'm not the biggest fan of Harley Quinn as a character in general. I think it depends on who's writing her. But Margot Robbie's version, I think, really isn't for me. Uh, Especially with the animated series being so good, I was surprised to prefer Kaylee Coco. Cool. Um, that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, like the, the animated series is like, it's so good that it just, it makes you go, oh, of course that's what these characters are like, but also the characters have never been like that. <laughs> yeah, and th- the problem is it's created, for me, and I think I'm getting the sense from this tweet from Riley too, is it's created a definitive... It's created the definitive version of those characters for me, like Clayface, yeah. Yeah. Uh, King Shark. Those are the definitive versions of those characters, and yeah. anything else will just disappoint me. And mm, pretty much, I think the same extends to Ivy and Harley Quinn. Mm. Mm. Um, in saying that, I really like Margot Robbie's performance in all of the movies she is in. Mm. Um, yeah, I do agree. The writing on her isn't fantastic. I still think her. Character has been at its best in Birds of Prey, um, yep. but uh, but so I uh, yeah. But I like I get it. These the, these movies are. I mean, as a character, particularly in Suicide Squad, she was especially disappointing. Yeah, yeah, and and, I, think... and like I think a lot of the bits about her character that were any good were on the cutting room floor in Suicide Squad. Um, and all the bad stuff, or not all the bad stuff, I should say, but a lot of the bad stuff, unfortunately, has carried over in her character because yeah. you can't just throw out canon. Yeah. I mean, you they basically did, but, but I think Birds of Prey did such a good job of marrying those two versions and mm. giving a transition to the character. And the Suicide Squad, for me, just kind of ignored the Birds of Prey version of Harley and, and did its own thing. She and just didn't fine. even need to be in it. Yeah. And that's fine, except she played such a small role in the film. Like, I would have it, it, almost rather Javelin was just there the whole time. Imagine if it was Javelin being seduced, and then like, <laughs> like just like. <laughs> it... I didn't think about the implications of what I said. But how good would that have been? That would that would have been pretty fun. I mean, you could like if you really wanted to like not. Go down that route. You could have gender flipped him. You could have, you could have made Javelin a woman nah, or nah, Mongal. Nah, nah. If it was keep Mongal, it all the, keep it all identical. <laughs> keep it identical except Javelin is in there instead of Harley Quinn. I mean, clearly that's the superior cut. but but if you had to like please the Chinese audience or whatever ah boo, fuck the Chinese audience and it's not even the Chinese audience to be fair, it's the Chinese censors because the Chinese (laughs) government is a dictator sorry I meant a people's republic (laughs) um and we don't get political here on the video shop Cal ever, not ever Next tweet from Riley says, Both The Suicide Squad and Shang-Chi, boo! Um, sorry, reflex to when anyone tells me they've seen Shang-Chi and I still haven't because uh, I'm in fair lockdown. Fair um, Both The Suicide Squad and Shang-Chi got a decent place on my 2021 ranked. I'd also recommend Candyman, boo! <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> right? Uh, if you haven't seen it yet. I mean, um, spoopy Ween's like, next month, and hopefully we'll have enough vaccinated by then that we can go and see it. God. Well, I doubt it'll even be out, but Candyman is coming out on Friday in mm. uh, on on demand in the US, yeah. which means we can acquire it through completely legal means. Yes, we can pop over to the US, spend a couple of weeks mm-hmm. in quarantine, go yep. and see it, and then I'll just go for you rent- guys... No, no, while in quarantine, rent it on demand, <laughs> oh, watch true. it in the hotel immediately get on a plane back and, yep. um... Brienne will be very upset with me that I came to the US just to watch Candyman and fair mm-hmm. enough too, but... yep, You know, we've got a do. podcast. Mm. Um, and, uh... And then we come back to another two weeks here in quarantine mm. here mm. and then by the time we've done that we can get together and record the podcast having forgotten the movie we saw. Completely, yes. Yep. Um... Uh, Also watch the Watchmen series if you haven't, it's so good. Um I I did my edgy superhero binge earlier this year and now I'm gonna wait for next year's edgy superhero binge (laughs) session. You're all tapped out, you watch the boys in Invincible and you need a break. Yeah I do. Just need to watch like (laughs) Spider Man two. I nearly I nearly booted up Injustice, like the the video game the other day. Did you see that an animated movie of Injustice? Oh, I mean aren't they making a, a live action movie about injustice? Oh no wait. Know, the Snyder cuts not canon. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's one of those like we get it Superman can be bad.
1: Yeah that like no far.
0: that no one person should have that much power. Yeah, we get it. Moving on. Like the whole um, point of Superman is that he's the only person who could have that much power and still be a good boy. Yeah. And that's why the Superman and Lois show is actually really good surprisingly. Anyway, I'm not going to go into that. Next tweet from mm. Riley is good. Anyway, Riley, you were totally right. We, I, I've been wanting to see this new Shang-Chi movie forever. That's why we did Shang-Chi last... Sorry. <sighs> Candyman. That's why we did Candyman last year. Yeah. I really want to see the new Candyman movie. So I'm going to watch that. Maybe, maybe if, it, if it is coming out on demand on Friday, maybe we can see it and we can do an episode on it. Maybe. Like this Friday? Yeah. Okay. It could be yeah, next sure. week's episode, baby. I mean, we don't have we any can... other ideas. I mean, I was going to say we I- I can have wait have for a, a, s- a small suggestion, but yeah, anyway. Oh, okay. All right. Well, no. I'm I'm up for a suggestion. Uh the next tweet from Riley says, "And I watched that new Girl Boss Cinderella movie. It got a much lower place on my 2020 ranking." <laughs> <laughs> I have heard nothing about this movie. I, I haven't either. So maybe we do a <laughs> A double feature: Candyman and the Girl Boss Cinderella. Can we do Disney princess movies that aren't Disney? Remember when we used to do yes. something movie that wasn't something? Yes. So we can do like Disney um, like Anastasia princess movies and yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm down for that <laughs> princess movies that aren't Disney. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Um, yeah. We, we, what do you mean when we did that? Didn't we just do the dinosaur one? Or did we Dude, do sharks like, too? That was like three years ago. <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying you're like, remember when we did that thing? And I'm like, what, the one time? Oh, okay. I thought we did it twice. I thought we did dinosaur movies that weren't up. think you're right. We did sharks that weren't yours. It was going to be a thing. Yeah, it except was, that it, was, it, it didn't have. We didn't come up with anything else. It was a new sub format for a little bit. And then we just stuck <laughs> with old versus new for some reason. <laughs> yeah, which we'd still. Well, it's easier, isn't it? It is. Because it's two <laughs> movies done and dusted. And old ones usually sh- better. <laughs> on average, on they average. really are, aren't they?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember movies- Pascal
0: that was like, old stuff isn't better just because it's old. I'm Kel, man. No, no. My point was always, just because something did it first doesn't mean that, that's, that that makes it a good movie. You're right. That's not just because that. But on average, it is, though, isn't it? No. A lot yeah, of the I time, it is, No. Anyway, we've got a Boom. final tweet from Riley's good. It says, "So excited for No Time to Die to release and flop and James <laughs> Bond to get rebooted again." Me too, Riley. It's the longest James Bond movie ever. I'm not going to see it. But aren't they aren't they doing the whole are oh, you being replaced? So won't people get upset that that, that we're not going to continue the series with the person who's replacing him in that movie? Well, but you don't. Well, either people will be upset that they're not continuing with the replacement. But the new 007, the new person who's got the 007 is a black woman. Yes. That's, so if you yeah. do continue with her, um, people will be upset at that. So. No, but, but, but if you continue with her and you make them just as fucking boring and with just as much fucking <laughs> lack of, like, emotional direction to the lead, like, Daniel Craig is a charismatic motherfucker. He is. We know that now. We've seen movies. Who is directing him to just become a black hole of charisma? I don't know who directs those movies, man. I just, I don't. I don't know. If that person does the same thing with this new 007, then everyone's just going to hate that too. This has gone on for 20 minutes nearly, Cal. God. Yeah. Well, I'm not bothered by digging into (laughs) into spoilers for the rest of the episode. (laughs) Um... Anyway, uh, yeah, me too, Riley. We got one final tweet. It's from at Before the Movies Pod, Boo. the BTM Hi, podcast. Um, it says, "Build the wall, build the <laughs> wall, build the wall." Um, and taken out of context, that sounds really, really bad. Oh man, I was. I'm not going BTM episodes the other day, and there was one because I was I was moving files around <laughs> on my computer, and I found yeah. one that was big Trump moves. Oh yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck is that? Did I just forget a whole episode about Donald Trump?" And then no, it was one of those like mini ones, one of those dumb bit episodes when Trump wouldn't leave the White House. Oh yeah, yep. and we were the bit was that we're commentating his move, and and the the commentary was he's not, he's still going anyway. I see. For, for a second I was like, oh ah, shit If someone <laughs> reads my hard drive Then they're gonna be like ah, yeah, Put that's... this guy on a watch list <laughs> You probably already are, Cal I'm absolutely on too many watch lists <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to the backlog of this episode Oh god Should probably pull all these episodes down at some it point You probably eh? should it, sure. Anyway, we should probably crack on Because we do have a topic Do we? No, wrap it up. Cool. Everyone, See you, goodbye. Dads. See ya, everybody. Play the music. Hello and welcome to the Video Shop Podcast. The bell when you're watching, maybe. I'm your host, Cal. And I'm your other host, Sam. And today, we're talking about... The Italian job. supposed to blow the bloody doors off. <laughs> Started with the old one, yeah? You, you didn't deliver it right. <laughs> <laughs> You're only. Sp- I can't do the accent. But it's, it's, you gotta like ramp up to it. You gotta like ramp up. And it goes and for like 10 minutes. It's like a very quotable, snappy line that he drags out for like a minute. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, yes, let's start with the old ones Had you seen these before, Cal? No, I hadn't seen either of these movies That's interesting What did you think of the old one? Because we'll start with boring. the old one <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it's boring <laughs> Boo, Cal, boo I had so little fun in this movie <laughs> Boo <laughs> I'm sorry, Sam's fam boo. They're, they're going to be very upset with me <laughs> Sam's what? <laughs> Sam's fam I don't know about that. I don't know if they care so much, but do oh, you, Cal? I, I thought I thought they did. I don't know. I don't Maybe know I'm if just... they care about the Italian job. I care about the Italian job. Oh, you don't like old it... Michael Kane just sleeping with anything that smiles at him, or or going to a tailor that is I, like, like these clothes are so out of date, Charles. Well, I was in prison. What did you do? Life, life. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Because there's Michael Caine. Yes. There's there's the prison warden guy. <laughs> Mr. Bridger. Yeah. Right. And there's someone who I'm pretty sure they call, like, b- basically Gay Steve or something. Like <laughs> Camp Freddy. Camp Freddy. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. quite as blatant as that, but it might as well be. It's and interesting, then those characters in the political climate of the UK at the time, but I, anyway, continue. Yeah, Fair enough. But And then there's, like... Tom Dick, Harry, Tom Dick, Harry, Tom Dick, Harry, Tom Dick, Harry, Tom Dick, Harry and Tom Dick and Harry who are all completely interchangeable do nothing throughout the whole thing. utter of voids of charisma and then, and Michael Kane his big plan in this heist movie is well what we do right we cut the car off and then we get out with masks on we beat the fuck out of the car and everyone driving it we take it we take all the shit in the back don't we? The then we fuck off. Itself is a terrorist attack, isn't it? <laughs> it just is, yeah. That's all it is. It's like it's borderline the Joker robbing the bank at the start of um, Dark Knight, but with yeah. way less. Like I wish it turned into them just gunning them their own down one at a time. That would have been way more interesting. And oh, we'll talk about the ending later. But I'm I am angry. <laughs> I am furious at this. Did ending. you not know how it ended? No, I didn't know it ended on a literal cliffhanger. <laughs> Spoilers for this movie that's over 50 years old. Oh, f- what a kind of a film. What a <laughs> <laughs> So I just want to be clear, you didn't enjoy this no. quintessential classic British oh, film. I was so bored. <laughs> You didn't enjoy the bit where, like, it opened with a really long scene of just a car driving, and then until he just, it was, uh, and then he, he cut was the, murdered, but the, but, but by right because it was like this long, serene, relaxing, like this is what it's like to drive a fast car around these like windy mountain roads. Wouldn't that just be nice? And then, as soon as the car goes off screen, you just hear a car crash .dot mp three sound effect. <laughs> Well, they didn't have MP3s at the time, Cal. Sorry, car crash dot VNL. I don't know <laughs> vinyl, <laughs> vinyl Lol. crash.vinyl dot vinyl. Um, yeah, and, and then like that's it. I don't know who this guy is. It took so fucking long, and, and it just it felt like it came. It felt like it was so obviously going to happen because I'm like, this guy's having two nights a day. <laughs> I mean, yes, spot on. Um, did you like the bit where they had to hack into a computer program, which meant they had to throw a bicycle into a power station, <laughs> break into a building, <laughs> and put a big old roll of tape <laughs> Wait, on, wasn't a nu- there on a, a b- guy, like, big thing? Uh, wasn't there like an old fat guy like throwing gadgets into bins and setting mm-hmm. off traffic lights? That wasn't setting off traffic lights. That was to disrupt uh, cameras. It was setting right. out like a... Single that was signal that was uh, turning off the security cameras. I think, right? Okay. CCTV. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it makes total sense. Sure. Um, um, I wish, the, did... as the as the TV screens turned off, they said, "You'll never catch the real Napster."
1: That would have that would have made this movie
0: better. <laughs> we'll get to that We'll get to that. <laughs> what did you think of like the? Well, speaking of myths of Bridger who like <laughs> fetishizes the queen that's yeah. what that is right I, g- I mean i guess the queen was young then i mean fetishizing anyone's not ideal but like eh. but it's it's actually weirder that she's young because he is so old <laughs> um anyway the english sh- love their queens and uh, they love their royalty that's fine i'd vote to leave the uh, commonwealth um <laughs> We don't get political on this podcast. Never, um, not once. Ever, not uh, never happened, and you can't prove that it did. No, yeah. I won't listen to any of the episodes back. Um, <laughs> do you yeah, like that? that the should whole, all be stricken from the record? The whole plot is like they're going to steal a bunch of gold that was sent from China to Italy for a Fiat factory, <laughs> <laughs> and like, ah, oh, because uh, they're like. Uh, no, Charlie, we're not interested in your big job because if it's stealing from the British bank, it'll wreck the economy, and we don't <laughs> yep want that. Yep. I love that. <laughs> so good. And he's like, "Yeah, but no, this will help the British economy." <laughs> I'm not sure how. <laughs> I mean, he's putting four million dollars into it. Uh, four million pan. pounds. Four. Yes, four million. I think it was in. Well, pounds. actually, actually, they kept saying four million dollars through a traffic jam. Fair enough. Yeah, so it's four million American dollars. Yeah, I guess. Which makes sense. That probably is the easiest thing to convert gold into. I do like, um, uh, yeah, I do, I do, I do, I do like this movie a lot. I did see it as a kid, which probably helps. Um, and look, I just got so, like, I nearly fell asleep. Look, and that's fair yeah, enough <laughs> just none of none of it hooked me and i guess what i was expecting is a heist movie um yeah they don't really tell you what the heist is and to, and then you just see the heist and the heist is just a just a terrorist attack <laughs> it is just yep that's what it is cuz like when the i don't know who the italian guy was like what his actual rank was i'm sure they said it in the movie but when yeah. he is just like Alright, alright. You men, you stand up on that cliff with a bunch of Tommy guns and you point them down so when Michael Caine drives his car at a reasonable car driving speed, he can clearly see you and pull over in time to not get shot. Um, okay, and then that just totally, that just works. And then Michael Caine gets out of the car instead of, like, not reversing, doing Reversing, driving yeah. <laughs> in the opposite direction. Yeah, don't and, think about and, that. And then he sidles up to the Italian guy and goes, do you know how many Italians there are in the United Kingdom? <laughs> My boss will run them into the sea. Can you imagine? Like, I can't fathom a time when, like, uh, when that would be possible. The thing is, it's also clearly a bluff, but it's a bluff that the mob believes—or well, not the mob. What are they called in Italy? Yeah, the mob. Are they called the mob? Is that all they? I, they're I called? think. Well, I think the mob is like the Italian organized crime unit in America. So I assume the mob comes from an Italian word. I think I don't the know. mob is used by a lot of people. They Probably. refer to they refer to the Charles and the Gang as the English mob. As the English mob, um, yeah. I do like the bit where Mr. Bridges is like like they're they're having a fake funeral and he's like Aunt Nellie will jump right <laughs> out and kick your teeth in. Kick your teeth in. <laughs> so if if you don't come back with the gold, like if if you come back without the gold, just come straight here. <laughs> yeah. Yep, Cause I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I'll fucking yeah. end you, son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you What did you think of the actual heist itself? Well, obviously, heist? the heist itself is just a terrorist attack. The chase following the the uh, okay. attack because it really felt like that was the whole point was just to do this chase and and that chase is like the the thing that has the most in common with the American remake. Yes, yeah, it does. That's pretty much it, really, actually. But yeah, and and they they drive on top of a building for some reason, Um, and the police car gets lost on this big flat surface. (laughs) He like can't find them on this big flat surface, and like, and then and then their plan is to like they put the the like the ramps down, um, and drive up the ramp, and the movie feels the need to show us that while the road is barren while there's not a single person around that is trying yeah. to build tension by like this, the third car is having trouble actually getting up the ramp. Yeah. And Although what the, I do, do like yeah. about that sequence is that it's so like, you're like, they just did that. Like, cause <laughs> there's no other way in the sixties you could have done that. So they yeah, just no, it. was very it. practical. And that's, I, that's what I enjoy most about that whole mini chase. Hmm. Yeah. Even though, like every t- every t- every scene with them in the chase is them ex- escaping a cop and then another cop being there <laughs> every time. Yeah, <laughs> but and like because I just don't remember very much between the beginning of it and the end, and like none of it felt like it was a clever ruse or anything. Like it wasn't like outwitting anybody. It was just our plan is get the gold and fuck off. <laughs> and, it, and it and it works. I mean, I, I it, like the oh bit where they push God. all. I like the bit where they push all the minis out of the back of the bus, and it then the third one off just. Oh, the third one just explodes for no for reason. No reason. <laughs> like it hits that, the most explosive piece of grass in the entire <laughs> Swiss Alps. <laughs> it's like a half-buried mine, um, but like. It, it, this movie felt like it was meant to be a comedy. It was. It is a comedy. Like it just is. It's not. That's not a meant to be. It is a comedy. It, it felt like it really wasn't trying to be a comedy, though. I think that's a just a. <clears throat> I. Uh, I mean, you know, it's all guesswork, right? But I, I. try to look at it from the perspective of a six of the s- nineteen sixty nine. Like it's a comedy adventure film, right? Like, it's got moments of levity and seriousness, but, like, during the chase, one of the guys reaches his arm out and grabs a whole chicken off a plate and then starts yeah. eating it during yeah. the chase. Yeah! <laughs> what? And then he offers the guy Betty, a wishbone. Benny Hill is in it. <laughs> yeah. And just has a fetish for... I'm quoting him, big women. Um, yeah, I, yeah. And then there's a scene um, where he's a sex pest on a tram and they, yeah. and he gets arrested... Like, obviously, that's going for comedy. Problematic now. Don't deny that. Um, don't sexually harass women on trams. I feel like it doesn't I don't need think, saying. But... I don't think anybody's watching that movie going, you know who I would like to be. <laughs> like, if we're going to, like, but roleplay Benny this out on the playground, you know, like, if we're just going to, like, you know, mess around. No, you're, you're I, driving I, the I minis, aren't you? I did playing Benny Hill. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> goddamn it. <laughs> Uh, like, yeah, so you're right. No one no one, no one, one wants to be Benny Hill. I'm not sure. Have you ever watched the Benny Hill show, though? Uh, like no, but it's basically that, isn't it? A, yeah, it's just him being a sex pest. Women <laughs> in kind of skimpy clothes for that era while he, like, leers at them. It's really <laughs> off-putting. <laughs> and it barely... Well, no, I just would say it doesn't hold up as comedy. But I think that a lot of the stuff in this movie does fit into that bracket of doesn't hold up with, like, our modern impression of comedy or our modern it, comedic it, sensibilities. Yeah, it sort of felt like it was meant to be in the same sort of... Nah, I don't know what would have made it better, but, I, I mean, the main thing that annoyed me is just how lacking it was in good side characters. You like, had that one guy who who Charlie kept bullying... He Arthur? was the guy who didn't. Yeah, yeah, he didn't blow the doors off. Yeah, I don't know because there was like half a dozen dudes that all just looked exactly the same as him and never said anything. In the u- in identical at by Michael Caine. Yeah, in identical hats. Yeah, no. That's yeah, fair. like if they there all was... just if this went horribly wrong and they got picked off one by one, <laughs> like then that would not be so kind much of a funny. comedy, is it? Well, yeah, no, it is. <laughs> Like I'm not saying like have you ev- lit- what, how, have, them have all you watched die. have you watched many like old comedies though? I, I guess not. Apparently, I mean because yeah, I watched I've watched like Python-esque like absurdist stuff. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of that is a different realm, I guess. Um, mm. That was also w- when was like Holy Grail. That was like the 80s, wasn't it? No, uh, I don't know. But Monty Python wasn't much later than this, I don't think. Hmm. Because this is literally described as a comedy caper. <laughs> a caper. God damn. So, uh, Holy I think Grail it's... was 75. Yeah, so, and this was 69. Yeah. So, so like, th- they're close, but... Well, and uh, the Flying Circus uh, first aired in 69. Yeah, yeah. So I think... Um, have you seen The Avengers? Like, the the British spy uh, I have film. seen The Avengers yeah, yeah. with Iron Man and Tony Stark and all that. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Yes, I've seen... Well, I haven't seen episodes. I saw the movie that was oh, okay. awful. Yeah. Well, like, because... It has... But it has, like, a, like, an absolutely stacked cast. Yeah. Well, like, so the show is apparently a comedy, mm. but the joke is that, like, they keep getting put into these situations where they should have some kind of response, but they keep that British stiff upper lip, not gonna, not gonna acknowledge it sort of thing. Yeah. But it's not like absurdist, ridiculous things. It's just normal, everyday spy things. And the, so, like, the joke is that he's too cool to look back at the at that explosion. That's supposed to be funny and not cool. Like, it's this weird thing that like just doesn't translate. I don't think. And I think that's sort of where this movie lies: is that like there's a joke here somewhere, but I don't. I don't get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like, it's just not what I was expecting because I watched the the remake first. So you I was the, ex- uh, in the of of these two movies. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think we can all be. I think we all know that is that was a mistake. Well, because I would have watched the second. I would have watched the remake and been pleasantly surprised at the quality <laughs> compared to the the original. But surprised that of what kind of movie it was, um, I yeah. But after watching the the remake, I was like, okay, cool. So I'm watching a heist movie. Yeah, I mean, it it's a caper. It's not a heist. There but is like, a distinct difference. I think with a caper, like again, the problem is that the characters aren't that fun. I like, think the I, main principal cast of fun. Like I like Michael Caine's very charismatic I like the other characters like Camp Freddy and Mr Bridger. Um, but Camp Freddy and Mr Bridger aren't there enough. when the stuff happens uh, Camp, Camp Freddy's in one of the minis. Ah fair enough He's like quipping um, There was meant to, so this literal cliffhanger, there was a meant to be a sequel but Boo. it underperformed in America. As so it probably should, they, yeah. Well, no, but here's the thing. It was pretty popular in the UK and it has a huge legacy considering how old the movie is. Look at the poster. I just linked you it on Facebook. Look at the poster they used to advertise this movie in America. Oh, God. I'm going to have to... uh, Messages Sam Pratt-White. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Does that even remotely represent what the film is? Not at all. It doesn't look (laughs) like a... Like... Because you could interpret this as taking the piss out of English people, and yeah, which and, is what I th- think it was meant to be. But oh, why is there I... the why is there a tattooed map on the back of a topless woman? I mean, if you haven't seen this audience, look up American Italian Job poster. It doesn't even have the title really. It's in mm. the title is with the tagline. Like mm. what the. F- it's just horrendous. It is a horrend. It's one of the worst posters I've ever seen as far as representing a film. But I kind of get what they were going for of just like, hey, look, it's got English people, machine guns and topless women. Not a lie. Well, <laughs> yes, but if you saw that poster and then watched the movie, would you think you'd seen the movie that that poster was advertising? Uh, absolutely not. That's also, the problem. the... Okay so Michael Kane gets out of never jail holds a machine gun. The mm. whole point of him in in this movie is that he he does it without shooting anyone. He just mm. beats their heads in with bats <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so Michael Kane gets out of prison. his girlfriend picks him up yeah and takes him back to a hotel room with a bunch yep. of prostitutes. yep, and then a couple of days go past, he goes and hires another prostitute and after he's slept. With the wife of the man who has died and given him this plan, right, right, that happens first, then A- and continue, then, and then and then and then the girlfriend turns up again and he gets her real mad at him and starts hitting uh, him because he's got more, he's got another bunch of prostitutes with him. Yeah, I don't get British comedy.
1: Sixties think... <laughs> <laughs> British comedy for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, anything yep. pre-Python, I'm just not down for. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's fair enough. Um, um, shall we move on to The American Reboot, also titled <laughs> The Italian Job, 2003, featuring an actually surprisingly stacked cast. Absolutely stacked cast. Like, oh. So, Edward Norton, very yep. good villain. We've got uh I keep forgetting his actual name. Seth Green? Marky Mark. Oh, yeah, Seth Green. Yeah, Marky Mark and his funky bunch of, of high A-tier celebrities. Um, yeah, Charlize Theron's in it, which yep. means that it unfortunately can't be canon with Fast and Furious, but that's okay. Um, but J- well, and Jason Statham's in it. Yeah, Jason Statham's in it, playing the same character he plays in, <laughs> in Fast and Furious. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Just slightly more animated. Um. um and look, the Charlie Theron plays... could just look like Cypher. <laughs> I, and I, I've seen the guy who plays left e- ear in a bunch of stuff. Um, oh, that was, that's most deaf. He plays forward prefect in, uh, in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I he's, haven't he's, forgiven that's... him for that. <laughs> it's. My, um, I may never. I'm going to look at Yasin Bey. Um, he's in a bunch of stuff. I don't know, man. He could have been fine. I think that movie just was creatively messy. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, but we're not talking about that movie, um, aren't we? We're, we're never talking about that movie again. Um, Fair enough. And so Donald Sutherland is Mister yep. Bridger. Yep. Um, oh, what's his name? President Snow from uh, Hunger Games is what I know him from. Yes. Yep. Um, and yeah. And he was he was quite good. Um, I, I, the names being basically the only thing that they kept <laughs> from yeah from the American one uh, from the English one is yeah um you could almost argue this movie could take place in the same universe they're just all descendants could I wouldn't <laughs> one time I might have to send you I wrote I adapted this into so at uni you had to uh, we had to write um. We had an adaptation class. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I decided to adapt the Italian job into a TV pilot. Okay. Um, and I meshed some of the best features of both um, both movies into one script. Um, okay. <laughs> so you so kept anyway. the names of the characters. Yep. yep. and uh, And the plot and story and performances from the remake. Well, I only, I only wrote the pilots. Um <laughs> I only wrote the pilot. Well, the thing is I I wanted to do closer to the original as far of as course, plot goes. Of course but I wanted do. to do but I wanted to do have the characters of the remake. Okay. So like so you wanted so to like, just do the remake but set in the 60s. Well, no because it was set now, but it was like they want to steal a bunch of stuff from the Italians. Right, okay. <laughs> anyway, that's not the point of what we're talking about. Um, maybe I'll upload it somewhere if people care. Um, you shouldn't. Um... <coughs> like, th- this is just... This felt like a Fast and Furious movie to me. Well, it literally shares a director. Yeah. Well, And, like, yeah. it's just... it's It's about this, like, family connection, this, like, ragtag group of people who all work together and have their own specialised... Um, sort of niche. It feels like a chosen family story. Yep, it feels like the later Fast and Furious movies rather than the earlier ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones that are more about heists than they are about like, but because they go like cop era, like like undercover cop era, then heists, then superheroes. <laughs> yeah, because this movie, the remake of Italian Job. When mm. we say the Italian job now, we're just talking about the remake. Yeah, um, it came out the same year as Too Fast, Too Furious, mm. so I think it predates a lot of the ideas that made Fast and Furious it, good it, later. It does. Um, I don't know there's there's a bit of a meme in my house at the moment of like just renaming any action movie that that has cars in it prominently. Fuck, is uh, that not a meme in everyone's house? I do that constantly. Ah, oh, <laughs> fair enough. Oh, right, well, cool, but yeah, so, so they're, all, they're all just Fast and Furious movies. Um, the Italian point. and The Job, yeah. Um, <laughs> two, Italian, two Italian, two job. Two job. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, well, like, if this was called Fast and Furious, The Italian Job... Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Um, Fast and Furious, European Revenge... <laughs> gross um, um, so what I liked about this movie is they did the Italian job first and they yeah. like they, they didn't try to do the plot of the original, I know I just said that's what I tried to do with my adaptation, my adaptation didn't work and it didn't work <laughs> for a couple of reasons let's not get into it um, but <laughs> I mean um, yeah, uh, and I like that they, they did the Italian job first and it was an interesting heist it was mm. in Venice, which is interesting. Mm. Um, the amount of gold that came out of that safe is inconsistent throughout the whole film. Yeah, um, and that like they do it, a pretty good job of like representing its weight. I don't know how that underwater trolley works. I it has like... its own fans propulsion on it, though. So I'm yeah, like, that's what I so feel like I buy it. if you had that much gold on anything, it would be pinned to the bottom of the like bottom of the of the water. Like you yeah, wouldn't uh, be able get... to like lift it. I give that a, a slide though because they don't have it drop into the boat because obviously it would go straight through the boat. Yeah, and, <laughs> and like sink it. That that was really cool. Like the the fake out of that because at yeah. that point in the movie it's too early to know how cartoony this movie is going to be. Yes, absolutely, and it's pretty solid as far as its physics. And again, like the original, it does a lot of the stunts and stuff yeah. for real. Like pretty much all done. of it. It does some crazy shit. Like, when they do the Italian job again, yeah, and and the guy blows the sign, and it just falls perfectly over oh, the hole left in the road... So good. Very good. <laughs> so satisfying. And, what the fuck just... happened to my truck? They also had a fucking, like, a PG movie. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, like, like, the whole, like... Um Charlie's date with Edward Norton going yeah. awry and it being like the lowest moment of this movie is like the bad guy's now in on it. Like yeah, he all knows. your plans are thwarted. And then well, they that's just what's... reuse those same plans to to do a, a a heist on the fly. Mm-hmm. Like I love Which the is creativity why it's so effective. involved in this. It's such an effective heist movie because they set up a heist, they set up all your expectations and all that goes out the window. Yeah. And then they don't tell you what is going to happen. They just Mm. say, we'll do it like the Italian job. Mm. And that, and like the whole like, you know, this this time it's a whole truck going through the road. It's so clever the Mm. way it's set up. Well, and how much of a swing and dick move is that? Like, I don't even need to work hard to beat you even though you're in on it. I'm just going to use the same job you were involved in. I'm just going to dust off this old blueprint and just whip that out and I'm still going to beat you, Ed. You fuck. Steve, but yeah. Um I don't know, man. I, l- I like to me. I like the characterization too. They do a really good job of making everyone a pretty distinct character. Yeah. Um even though they're a little cookie cutter still, like you you know, handsome Rob is the handsome good driver. Charlie mm. Theron is the you know hot smart girl and uh, you know the nerdy guy can't ride his motorcycle like they're, they're still kind of cookie cookie cutter but within that within that archetype they're mm. interesting well, to and watch like, and the the cast is perfect for it yes like Jason Statham is is playing a character whose defining characteristics are is handsome. Can drive a car, like yeah, it's not a, a stretch for him, it, is it? Not at all, and he does it very, very well. Seth Green is like is a dork, can hack the mainframe, yeah. <laughs> like you'll never, never shut very, down very well. the real nabster. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Now I'm pretty sure in that flashback scene, the guy who like steals it is actually the guy too, isn't it? I'm pretty know. sure i re- be. I'm pretty sure I read that fun fact somewhere. Like, it's actually the guy. Like, the <sighs> real Nabster. Like, he's, so he's in on the joke in the movie that he's not the real Nabster. Hmm, maybe. Which makes it even a funnier joke, if that, true. That would be funny. And, like, I loved this, the characterization of, of the villain in particular, of Edward Norton's character, where he, they established that he just is very uncreative. yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's like such a weird thing to have as a personality trait because he's he's smart and like yeah he he's really on the ball but he couldn't think of anything he wanted with the money so he bought all the same things that everybody else said they were gonna buy yeah really an interesting thing to then blow up in his face when it just makes him super predictable yeah it is yeah like it's Although, all pretty basic stuff, but they establish it really well, and it doesn't feel like he's a two-dimensional character, and that he doesn't really have that trait. They just sort of said that he did for the sake of the movie. Like it, yeah. it feels real still. Well, it's because they they show you first, and they repeat it to you, like hmm. in dialogue. So you know it, it it they go on about it a little, but um, but they show that he isn't creative by him not. Coming up with his own thing that he wants to buy with the winnings. It's also super obvious he's going to be the bad guy, right? Oh yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> there's a bit because when they're talking about what they're going to buy, they never like pan to him or show all like, like it's it's always like a cut. It's almost as if he was on a he wasn't there for filming. So like, they sounds really, like Edward Norton. What, Apparently, he's could, notoriously difficult to work with. Could have been, but I think what they were trying to do is make him seem separate. Mm. and and cut to him rather than pan to him to show that he is very not with this group yeah yeah like they um, they set up a bunch of yeah of cinematographic c- clues they did cinematographic um, that's how it should be pronounced cinema, cinematographic <laughs> great yeah um there are also like cuz i would i would call this a comedy heist film too like cuz there are a bunch of funny moments in it Mm. Um and a lot of them land pretty well especially more so Seth Green's character than anyone else. You know the probably the most boring character is Charlie in this one yeah. unlike the original. But um, he he at least had like a reason to be there. Like he really did seem like him being the mastermind behind it all was was the point like Yeah. Yeah. And it works and Mark Wahlberg is a decent actor. Yeah. Um Despite it's just very I very rarely think... getting a chance to prove that, and he he was just surrounded with so many other super charismatic actors or super funny actors, mm. like Mark Wahlberg. No offense, Mark, but you're standing next to Charlize Theron or, or Jason Statham or even Seth Green. Like Seth Green mm. steals every scene he's in because mm. he's just so funny. Yeah, but and like yeah. but like his Mark Wahlberg's job was be, like be leader, be the leader who's calm and collected, except be, for that one moment where he's not. Be like 80% handsome, 20% charisma. That's all you gotta do. And he did that fine. Yeah. Um, I like the bit where Steve betrays them and they end up in the water and they're like getting shot at and they're like using the 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 oxygen that of yep. course they have from the heist they just did. Yeah, It's just, it's, everything about it builds on itself so well. It's a really well-written script. And... Um, and bad guy doesn't think that they're going to use that because he he's just not very creative. He yep. doesn't he doesn't think laterally about how to solve problems. Nope. Which is why he's Wh- which like it- not necessarily a a good a good character like a a good part of that team. Like yeah I don't know. It, yeah. It's there's why so he uses much of guns. It. Yeah yeah exactly. Like his his plan was pull a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I, and so, and I, like, I, 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 It is nice to see a movie with a bunch of, like, bad guys. Because mm-hmm. they all are all thieves, right? I mean, they're not stealing, again, from the Chinese who are paying for a Fiat factory. Um, they're stealing from, like, other bad guys. But, you know. Have you seen Gone in still, 60 Seconds? I have seen Gone in 60 Seconds, Cal. So, I, I w- it was suggested to me to watch that immediately after um, the original Italian job um, that yes. I watched today. So I got home. I got home from work and just watched those two movies back to back, basically. Jeez. <laughs> um, and so there was. Um, there's a scene in that where um, they're they're stealing a car, and and then somebody pulls a gun and goes, "Get out of the car!" And he's like, "You lazy motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Any fucking idiot could pull a gun on somebody to steal a car. I have to do it the hard way. Fuck." you.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I loved that bit, and that that's. That's what it reminded me of when you're like, oh yeah, Edward Norton's the uncreative character, just uses guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yep. That's a that's weird it. movie gone in 60 seconds. I mean, it's a Nicolas Cage movie. They're default weird. Well, uh, it's nice yeah. to see Christopher Eccleston out there being the bad guy as oh, per usual. Dude, like, I didn't I'm never going to come back Eccleston to Doctor Who. I've got to be a bad guy in another thing. Just a generic <laughs> bad guy.
1: Because he's like, like the
0: generic bad guy in the first G.I. Joe, too. In G.I. Joe, in 28 Days Later. Um, uh, John this... Lennon was the bad guy in the John Lennon biopic, yeah. He's, he's, he's the generic bad guy in the most boring Marvel movie. <laughs> Come on, Eccleston. But, like, wh- what's the first thing you see whenever anybody says, oh, what if what if Doctor Who was American? It's like Nicolas Cage as the ninth Doctor. <laughs> Correct. It is 100%, and it fits. So is when Nicolas Cage, seen... like pulls out his leather jacket and puts it on and just looks exactly like the night. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's oh, true. Man. Gone in 60 the... seconds is quite a good movie and that was going to be my suggestion is that if we're going to do another old versus new car movie is there then... an old Gone in 60 seconds? Yeah, from like 73? Whoa, that would be interesting cuz I've never seen the old one. Mm. Um we'll see. That or Candyman, I guess. We shouldn't, because I've, I've said should. most of the things I wanted to say. About it got great. great. It's Let's save good. ourselves an episode. It, it should, uh, be, all it, it should I remember. be a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> all I remember is that weird... I think you're missing the point that all these movies came before Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious should be all these. They, sure. they are living... They're standing on the shoulders of these movies. Because would sure. you say... you The Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies should just be part of the MCU. They should just be MCU movies. Yes. That's what you sound like, Cal. No, they shouldn't. Wh- wh- why is that a problem? <laughs> it just doesn't... Because Tobey Maguire is so old. Yeah, but there are... The MCU has so many dads. Everyone's a dad. Yeah. Enough dads. That's what Hollywood is turning into because it's getting cheaper and cheaper to CGI age people. It's easier and easier to get stunt doubles that look enough like them that you can just fix it in post. No, but they but don't even make them look young. They're like, here's Iron Man, Tony Stark. He looks 50. He is 50. Yeah, he's a dad. He's yeah, everyone's cause, dad. Because uh, the whole point of Tony Stark is that he doesn't need to be that fit and young and healthy. The, the true, like the suit does it. That's true. That why? Is true. Why they have to get salt and pepper Hulk? And um I don't know. Like Benedict Cumberbatch isn't that old? No, ben yeah. and I'm I'm probably overreacting. Tom Holland, that guy's know. fucking ancient. Well, that's why I like Tom Holland as Spider Man. He's like he's. In that universe, because everyone else is on the older side, so he's like mm. he's an actual young person. Yeah, I've, I'm keen for some younger Avengers. Like I'm, I, I I'm did keen you for Iron the tra- Did you watch the trailer for Hawkeye that came out today? No, I haven't seen that oh, yet. Cal, I can't believe I'm about to say this. Yeah, but it looks awesome. <laughs> Fair enough. It looks fantastic. Fair enough. It's um, Christmas themed, Cal. Oh, you would it's, like it then. It's a Christmas show. God damn it! Of course it is. Watch it, you'll be on board, you cold-hearted prick. Ah, uh, um, whatever. I'm gonna watch it anyway. I, yeah, if I so sat through podcast, Falcon and probably. the Winter Soldier, I can sit through this. Uh, honestly, it looks better. It looks better, but, and because and you've got Kate Bishop being like young Hawkeye. Mm, mm, anyway, but yeah, like uh, I don't know. I just yeah. The young superhero side of things is just way more interesting than old superhero stuff. In a lot of cases, I agree. Were you upset that the Italian Job remake did not end with a train, like, hanging off the side of a bridge, not and then cut to even credits? even a little bit. <laughs> Fuck, man. Because, like, he goes, alright, everybody, back to the back of the other, the other end of the bus... And then he goes, right, I'm going to go and get the gold. And then everyone takes a step forward and I nearly fucking grabbed his collar through the screen and shook him. <laughs> like, what it's are you a doing? Um, it's, a, um, it's a comedy, Cal. It's not a comedy. It's that a frustrationity. It's a piss-me-offity. There's, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of... Uh, I was doing some reading. There's a lot of, like... Uh, people, like, do physics, ex- like, tasks on how you would get that gold back. Like, mm. it's, an, it's an actual thing te- a lot of professors use as, like, a study tool. Mm. Like, solve this problem. The answer is that you can't. Everyone dies. Everyone dies. Because, well, like, if you can get someone to that, um, to the thing without it tipping, which you can't, because $4 million worth of gold weighs more than half a dozen dudes. Correct. Um, I mean, and the front end of a bus, so that's the bit that I don't know the weight of. Maybe, maybe, because engines are heavy. But, point is, it seemed like the way the thing was moving, there's no way they could have gotten it out. Um, but also, if they had have not scooted all the way to the back and started a train of passing the gold to the other end, one Mm. ingot at a time, like, that might have worked. But... Fair enough, in that situation, you just make sure that you, like, you guarantee everybody's safety first, then you try and solve the physics problem. A controlled crash is what I think. Yep, everyone go to the end of the bus, you crash it intentionally and just hope for the best. No, like, like you go to the end of the (laughs) bus, you get as many people, like, lined up to jump off as possible, and you all jump off at the same time. You could, it's because it's the front of a bus. Have you, Cal, you've been on buses before. Yeah, you can't do it. Have you ever tried to, to like, get off with a crowd of people? Yeah, no, <laughs> you couldn't do it. You'd have to, like, you'd, you'd get, like, as far through the window as you can and you eat yourself out. I don't know, that's the best I can come up with. But yeah, like, you're fucked. How about don't fucking drink and drive down the fucking windy Italian fucking mountainside? It, in a fucking it bus and don't, <laughs> fucking don't, un- don't leave your gold unsecured just flopping <laughs> around out there what the fuck are they doing of course the True. fucking bus is going to fishtail how much does like, does that much gold weigh well the thing is it shouldn't be stacked in a pile that shit should be stacked along the walls for even distribution yeah not the point like <laughs> movie's dumb ending frustrated me Remake is much better because it's just a Fast and Furious movie. Everything should be a Fast and Furious movie at the end. God, Cal. <laughs> no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my foot down on this. No. No, it, it should shouldn't. have been... Yeah. Yeah, Fast Fast and Furious. because like, Gone in 60 Seconds is like Fast and Furious, California 50. Mm. And, uh, and this should be, yeah, European Revenge. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll come up with a better name. What's your better name for the... F- for introducing this to the Fast and Furious movie, God Tweet us damn at it! Video shop pod. Everything's Fast and Furious, Sam. <laughs> Always I'm has very upset. been. <laughs> I'm very upset <laughs> by you as a person. I don't even um, care. Fuck you. There's a there's another uh, it's there's another movie out called Maligent. Um, M- 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 sure. It's another spooky movie, so we could double feature that with Candyman next week. Sure. Um, I, I guess I, I only know about this movie because uh, Jake Gyllenhaal of Ooh, the Pineapple um, Boy himself. Yeah, of um, of Platoon um, Power Squadron fame. Yes, he um he expressed his joy, his uh, his uh his uh enjoyment of it on Twitter. Whoops! Man. No, stop YouTube. I should rewatch Pops. on Twitter. Platoon Power Squadron man. Mm. I haven't watched it since we did. The episodes on it, and, and I just feel bad. Like obviously, those episodes we like would did were great because we actually we actually got to talk to talk to Jake Jarvie, um yeah. for that episode. That was like episode thirty or something. No, it was so more than that. But long ago, I but, think it was like after we the did hundred. But I think we did pops though the original pops on ten. No. Yeah, like, I think it was or like the whole thing. No, like episode. Like, we did the whole thing. That whole, like, season one to nine that we did no. was, like, episode ten. I'm pretty sure it was, Jesus man. Jesus Christ. Maybe let me we need c- just revisit Pops and just do that again. Do another Pops episode. Just do another Pops episode. Because, fuck me, Ryan, we've come a long way. <laughs> my worry would be, then, it doesn't hold up to the expectation I have in my head. Yeah... And then, we'll have the, to, um, and then we'll have to call Jake and be like, hey, man, you shit <laughs> man." <laughs> we were it's, wrong. It's garbage. Sorry, it wasn't episode 10. We did the first Platoon of Power Squadron in episode 28. Oh, it's still that too long ago, That was still, still fucking ago, ages ago. That was like, that was the better part of 300 episodes ago. <laughs> and then Pops 10, which actually had Jake Jarvie on it, uh, was 106. Jeez. I mean, that's on Jake. It just took him too long. Uh, <laughs> to make episode 10, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but shit, man. Like, I, I, I want to revisit it and I've been telling people to watch it, but it's like, it's one of those things that's hard to justify because there is there is a lot of it and it's like, no, you have to stay until this particular point where the yeah, budget gets Yeah, it's so good. hard because the budget doesn't really get good mm. properly. Well, and- until yeah. like five, season yeah. five of ten,
1: which is um, fine
0: because it's not like it's not that much, but it's like I can't. It's hard to explain to people. No, it's worth it's worth sitting through. Yeah, and season one is really hard to get into because it's basically a some guys in their house having a laugh, and it's yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. Like it's a sketch just, series. Yes, and season two is better. Um, season three is where it really. Starts to pick up, and the only thing that gets you through, I think, those first two seasons initially, is Wheezy Waiter. If you're a Wheezy Waiter fan, <laughs> oh, like, like, dude. like those first two seasons, you're watching it a, a lot for Wheezy. I, it's got to be that's, said. That's the other part. Like my my sisters don't like Wheezy Waiter; they find him very annoying. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, look. and I'm like, I get it. I do. No, I don't, Cal. Frankly, the little respect I had for your sisters is quickly (laughs) diminishing. (laughs) Uh? Take that. Your sisters. Yeah. They'll be very hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I figured they wouldn't. That's why I said it. Uh, um, But yeah, we are very off topic. Um, Tweet yeah. us how what would you rename platoon of power squadron to make it a fast and furious movie um, um it's the platoon and the squadron I mean <laughs> two platoon two squadron too powerful <laughs> you put in three
1: <laughs> what's
0: the the platoon and the power um squadron shift I don't know PPS pops 9 no. It's just, no, it'd just be P9. Squadron 9. S9. No, because it's just the first letter, we so it'd to, just we be need S9. To end this episode, Sam. We need to. I was trying. I stopped talking so you could say the thing, but then you said some bullshit, and I had to intervene. <laughs> <laughs> but then you said a stupid ass shit. <laughs> um, God damn it. End it, Cal. End, end, what? end it. what? End me. Fuck you. End I'm ending the recording suffering. whether you've said the thing or not. <laughs> Seen it.